You're listening to a podcast from the Finnish Football Show. You've joined the Finnish Football Show. I'm Rich, and this week I'm joined by Keke. Hello, mate. Hello. And Ali Manson. Hello. Moika. But I think what we'll do is, because we haven't got our heads together properly for a while, we'll have a little bit of a, a kind of whirlwind tour of the um, the the rest of Finnish football. We'll go through some transfers. Uh, Finnish clubs have been in uh, hot, exciting Finnish European qualifying matches you know, with uh, mixed results, to be fair. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we get on. But um, oh, oh, come on, you come in there. Ah. Hello. A joinee. Here we go. Look at that. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. Yeah, I thought I'd uh, I'd just back fresh from Europe, and so I thought I'd just give you guys a quick uh, a quick call and say <laughs> hi. Um, oh well, here we are. We're yeah midway through talking about a, a European clash of giants, a Nordic meeting, and here's Mark joining us from a, a Nordic Conference League qualifier. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, my my voice is shot. I don't think I could last the whole hour or so that you guys are going to be going. <laughs> it was hot, steamy. Um, if anyone that's listening, I did a little live stream of the, the pre-match action, um, including a session from underneath the TIFO, which is always uh, always fun. Um, and I think things are changing at Ashikor. There's been a there's been a change. I've been bleating on for the last well, half, half, first half of the season about how bad things are. And I'd have to say things seem to be changing. It was another really good performance today. And also from the Cloppit, if any of those Cloppit are listening to this, they probably will be, then uh, job well done today. Uh, Ashley got lost 1-0. Could have been more, but could have had a couple of goals as well. So I'd say not bad against a, a strong, strong opposition with a lot of fans who made a lot of noise. Nice. Well done. And by all accounts, who drank a lot of beer last night and some of them slept outside the hotel rather than in it. So uh, <laughs> kudos go. to the Lillestrom fans as well. Um, oh, well what, I, go, on, go on, Rich. Sorry. No, no, no. Go, go on. I was just going to say that I'm now at home in my garden with a can of this. And Enjoy. I look forward to hearing what you guys have done tomorrow when I sit down to... I don't know. Cut out all the all the sweat, f bombs, and noisy biscuits, and uh, <laughs> and and we get this get this show out there for everybody. Nice one, nice one. Well, f- thank you for joining us, and um, yeah, we, we will continue yeah, the yeah. Asikor bashing at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I look I, I look forward to hearing it. I guess. <laughs> all right, chaps. Take care. See you soon. Yes. See you soon. I guess in terms of transfers, uh, Ali, what's caught your eye in the in the transfer market so far? Uh, the two things that have caught my eye are the two things that haven't happened so Ooh. far, um, which is, you know, Tamil Puki, is he going to go? Is he not? Uh, I've been speaking to a Norwich season ticket holder um, who really believes that Puki is not going to go anywhere. And that's not because he, you know, he's determined to keep a hold of him. I think he's quite a realistic fan. And I think Norwich fans are quite right, realistic. Um, I think you probably have to be <laughs> being a Norwich yeah. fan <laughs> at the moment. Um, but Tamo's on such high wages at the moment. 
uh, at Norwich. And even in the championship, uh, I believe uh, he's not getting a, any reduced wage because they've got relegated. I think he wrote that into his contract uh, when he last renewed with Norwich. So, um, yeah, it was obviously interesting, maybe for like a week or so, thinking, oh, you know, where could he go? Because, again, I think he's quite limited about where he would go, maybe like a Bournemouth or a Fulham, maybe playing back up to Mitrovic or somewhere there. But I, I think that's what he would probably have to look at is where's he going to get the game time um so I think he's probably not gonna go anywhere but you know I think that's sort of a watch this space and then the other one is um is our friend Yola you know he seems to always be going on loan is his future at Leverkusen you know I think this next move whether it's a loan or a permanent it has to be you know really right for him um because he's what 27 I believe um so he's you no. Know, getting into his prime as a striker. So I'm really watching that one uh, quite hotly and hopefully, you know, he'll make the best decision for him. And uh, obviously if it's the best decision for him, it will be great for uh, the Finnish national team as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you're, you're right there, Ali. I mean, we watched with bated breath to see what happens with those two. They're, they're, the, they're the ones who we want to see what happens. But um, yeah, the, the, transfer that, the transfer that's caught my eye so far is... Um, is Paulus Arayuri to Hoye Kaur. I mean, you look at um, you look at Hoye Kaur these days, they've got Yuka Raitala, Jona Toivio and Paulus Arayuri. It weren't long, that long ago that those three were turning out as, you know, three quarters of the back line of the national side. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, had a, he's had a couple of years in Cyprus, um, Paulus, you know, and um, he's got that permanent suntan, looks like a bit of a castaway with his, with his bright blonde hair and his, and his dark brown skin. So, um, yeah, he's got, he's got that, he's got that sorted. And now he's back in, um, back in Helsinki, pulling on the stripes of Hoyikor. But yeah, that'll be, uh, that's one to keep an eye on, I think. See how he performs back in Vegas Liga. Yeah, yeah I, mean, he... I, I have to say that he, um, obviously he didn't come on uh, yesterday uh, for Hoyikor uh, in the game against um, Pilsenham, but, at the end, he was obviously clapping all the fans, but he was also really good with the younger players as well because, you know, I think that's part of why he's going to be there. He's going to be there to be, you know, that old head, that, you know, experienced player. Uh, he can obviously still play. Uh, I'm assuming, you know, he still maybe hasn't quite had a pre-season or is still maybe, you know, lacking a little bit of match sharpness, which is probably why he's going to be on the bench maybe for another week or two and just start to ease him in and get the minutes up. But um yeah, I totally agree. That would be a, a really interesting uh, signing just to see develop and hopefully uh, enhance Hoyekor's defence. Well, when you look at Hoyekor, they've, um, I mean, we've talked at length already about their, their injury problems. They've signed uh, Malik Abubakari on loan from Malmo, who scored on his debut against um, VPS at the weekend uh, and played another 90 minutes last night. Um, I mean, Coops raised that one again. Have, uh, have been busy. They've signed Philip Valencic, brought yep. him back from Minsk. I mean, he scored. I think he was the top scorer two or three years ago for for Hoikon and scored a few for Inter as well. Uh, he made his debut. I think he came on as, as a sub for for Coops in their uh, Conference League game. They signed Yaka Oxenen, who uh, producer Mark knows from his his loan at Wimbledon, but he was at Brentford. B for a couple of years and didn't quite make it and uh, has come back to Cups and um, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, we've got Rasmus Karjalainen and is finally set to make his debut for Olu at the weekend against Maraham. So there's a few players coming back with a point to prove 
use that old cliche, but uh, coming back, kind of looking at getting themselves a bit of match sharpness and and really kind of getting themselves. And, and I mean, we'll, we'll be realistic enough. They're probably looking a bit further at their next move abroad. But, um, you know, and on the flip side of that, you look at Inter, who've lost Benjamin Chalman, who's gone to Poland. Uh, their captain, Rick Ketting, has gone back to Holland. Um, so maybe not the best transfer window for them, but then... You know, speaking of Holland, we've had uh, Richard Jensen has moved from Holland. He's another one of the, the Finns in Poland. So, uh, yeah. yeah, a bit of a expat community going on over there. No, that's, that's, I think that's a decent move for Richard Jensen. You know, like um, we've seen we've seen how it's the Polish league has, has worked for, for Finns before. I mean, yeah, our Paulus, who we just spoke about, he had a couple of years in Poland. Yeah, they, they, you know, Petri Forsell was over there. Albin Granlin was over there. Um, Kasper Hammerlein, and he had a, quite a few decent seasons in Poland. So, um, so yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a decent standard. It's, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a decent enough move for Richard Jens. I think it's only a one-year deal, though. So, um, yeah, we'll see, uh, we'll see how he gets on. But like you said, Rich, another, another one. Sorry, just going back a touch from. Um, you mentioned it for, for the for the Helmer at Roundup, but yeah, Emma Koivist. I mean, I was I was a bit had a bit of a tear in my eye when I saw that she was leaving Brighton. I mean, um, myself and the kids have been down to they play their home games at Crawley Town, so we've been down there a couple of times just to just to give Emma a cheer and let her know that there's some fins in the crowd cheering her on. And when I saw that she was leaving Brighton, I was uh, yeah, I was, I was a little bit upset. But then you know, a day or so later, it was announced that she had signed for Liverpool, and it was like wow. I mean. Um, yeah, I was, I was, I was speaking to some people at, um, at the Helmerick game, and we were, you know, debating whether it was a, a good move and all that for um, for Emma. But it's like you don't, you don't turn down Liverpool FC, do you? Do you know what I mean? I, I think they're they're um, they're ploughing, they're ploughing a bit of money into their women's team. They they want to sort of make a make an impression in the WSL, and they've um, it's, they've scouted Emma. They've they sort of handpicked her as a player that they want, and um, and yeah, I'm sure she'll be. Uh, She'll be very proud to be wearing that red shirt. It might be a, a bit more difficult just to pop along and, and see her on a, on, a, on a Sunday afternoon. But, yeah, we'll, um, we'll keep an eye out for her when she comes down with the, uh, for the away games. Even uh, Sammy Hoopier got involved in the, uh, the launch yeah. welcome video. So, uh, yeah, he's yeah, definitely uh, got him on board. Got him out of his motocross gear anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, should we, should we have a little sort of wrap-up then and just talk about the... Uh, the Finnish sides in Europe, seeing as we're kind of, I guess, we're now half halfway during the second qualifying round. That's now, um, I guess we'll, we'll just talk like in the, in the first round. So Champions League, um, Hoiko got through over two legs. Um, where was their opponent from? I can't remember now. La- Latvia. Oh, it was yeah. Latvia. It was RFS, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, they got yes. through on the... Took a penalty competition as Barry in, Davis in used to stadium, call it. In a stadium that looked like like an old leisure centres from Ooh. the 1970s, I I sort of had to do a bit of a double take that this was a Champions League first round qualifying round. But of course, you yes. know, not everyone can have a stadium. No, that's it. No, and then you had um, Coops um, beating their team, um, and from uh, from Georgia, Inter Turku lost to Drita of Kosovo, but. Um, I suppose we should give credit where it's due to uh, Asiko. They lost their first leg in Tallinn 1-0. They were 2-0 down in the second leg, so 3-0 on aggregate uh, into the second half and um, somehow managed to turn it around, a hat-trick from Jake Jervis and uh, got themselves through after extra time. So, um, fair play. That was something else. That was was something else, that result. I mean, Mm. um, 
yeah, you know, I mean, we 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 know how they've got on tonight because we were rudely interrupted by producer <laughs> Mark. But but you know, he does. He to be honest with you, for that for that that game where Jervis popped up with a hat trick, he deserved. You know, he suffered long enough. He deserved something to cheer about. So that was a cracking result for them. And you saw like. Joachim Gomez at the end of that game, he was sort of on his knees, arms in the air on the pitch. So, um, so yeah, finally something worked for him. Well, that was their first ever win in a European tie. The eighth attempt, I think it was. Um, so, yeah, so uh, fair play to them. And, um, yeah, and as, as producer Mark rudely joined us with earlier, they lost uh, 1-0 at home to Lillestrom in, um, in Saniocchi. Although, they missed, Jervis missed a penalty. I think he hit the post after 66 minutes and then they went up the other end and scored so um, yeah, a bit of hard lines for them um, now going back to the Champions League um, Ali Hoikor hosted Victoria Pilsen the champions of Czechia um, who recently were in the group stage I think they, they played Real Madrid recently Manchester United yeah. so they've had some yeah. recent pedigree yeah and they played Man City a few years ago as well scored a couple of goals against them um, mm. yeah I mean I have to say my, my knowledge of the Czech League it isn't isn't vast, but I, I did a little bit of reading, and um, they're set set piece specialists, which you know made me think. Well, of course they're going to score a set piece, and they did after six minutes. Uh, they scored a penalty um, for handball. Uh, it it was at the other end of uh, where I was, but you could see that it probably was the right decision. Um, and yeah, Jordy sent. Uh, Connor Hazard the wrong way, 1-0 after six minutes, not the not the start that Hoyakor wanted at all. Um, I, I have to say, and this isn't a, a Hoyakor bias, Hoyakor were the, the better team generally throughout. They controlled the ball uh, better. They hit the bar twice in the first half from headers. Um, and I, I think, you know, were fully deserving of their equaliser on the uh, 50th minute. Uh, yeah, Radulovic got a goal. Uh, really nice finish. There was a questionable, you know, maybe penalty in the build-up as well, but the referee played on, and I'm really glad that he did because it meant that it got to one-one. But then, yeah, seven minutes later, Pilsner, a nice little one-two on the end of the on the edge of the area. That I will give give credit for. One thing I won't give credit for was the fact that the Hoyakor defenders did just sort of stand around and admire it. Uh, and then totally wrong-footed Connor Hazard in, in the Hoyaka goal. And so then it was 2-1, and then you did sort of feel it was an uphill battle. From then, despite, again, having the control of the game, probing, trying to create chances, but in the end, it just wasn't enough. Yes, well, um, Hoyaka going to the second leg of that next week, 2-1 uh, down. And, um, you know, weird sort of quirk, the, the draw for the next round has already been made. Uh, the winners of that tie will play the winners of Sheriff Tiraspol or Maribor. The losers of that tie will play the losers of Sheriff Tiraspol or Maribor in the Europa League. <laughs> so I think, from what I've heard, may have been the first time that's ever happened, where the two draws have run together with the same potential ties. They're just so, getting uh, lazy now, UEFA, aren't they? They are, aren't they? <laughs> but, uh, but we're still in a position where Hoycourt need to win at least one more two-legged tie to guarantee at least the Conference League group stage. So uh, we'll see how we get on. Just a quick one, Ali. Did the, did the Czechs bring any away fans to uh, Helsinki? They brought about 12. Oh, um, yeah. Which, yeah, I, I was I was quite surprised by that because Hoyakor had left um, 
you know, one of the stands behind the goal, goal totally free for the away fans. Obviously, you understand why why they do that, you know, for safety reasons. Yeah. Um, but I really thought that the Czechs would would bring quite a large following. Um, but yeah, I counted about 12. There you go. <laughs> but then by all account, they brought about that many in journalists as well. I think there was some uh, conjecture around how football at this level is, is covered in Finland. And uh, the sort of pre-match press conference on Tuesday night, I think they had more Czech journalists than Finnish. So, uh, wow. It says it all, really. Um, and then on, on the other hand, uh, Krups drew they got a, a Desmond, well, I suppose probably quite a disappointing Desmond, 2-2 tonight at home to Milsalmi of Moldova. Um, Ikaunix and Varunen again, the, yep. uh, the Cups, but yeah, conceded a late equaliser. So uh, I think they would have expected to win that. And the stats were, Cups had 75% possession. So uh, fair play to them. But uh, yeah, so second legs of that next week. Uh, one thing we didn't mention that we have talked about throughout the day in our WhatsApp group, uh, uh-huh. and it should have gone in the transfer section, was the uh, continued implosion of our friends at Hoy IFCO. And uh, finally, the uh, the great goalkeeper Beto has flown the coupe. Uh, Keke, you responded with a one-word reply to the tweet. Um, but yeah, you want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I mean, um, well, he arrived with such fanfare with that, Portuguese manager as well, who um, who did the off before a ball was even kicked, you know, and he's, um, despite, uh, you know, and again, going back to the first Helmerick game, Tini Corpola came out of that as, uh, as player at a match and she had conceded four goals, but it seemed to, we were joking about it, but it seemed to be written into Beto's contract that he, um, he had to be, he had to be player at a match every single time he went out on the pitch. You know what I mean? Despite, despite EOF Gore getting turned over every week. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we saw, we saw that, that incident where he, um, he took, I can't remember which team it was now, but he took out an opposing forward when the referee weren't looking. That was a nasty little bit of, bit of play that you don't like to see. And I don't know, I just think like, it just, it just, it just baffles me what, what is going on at Hoi FK. I mean, that, that brand should be so strong. And you know the the stadium derby for the league. It's the it's the outstanding fixture. It's the it's the one that everyone looks for. I don't know. I'm I'm just. I'd rather see a young upcoming Finnish goalie between the sticks than than an old old baldy. I mean, he's older than me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, it certainly felt that Beto has been angling to try to get out of there mm. for a couple of months. Whether that was through his performances. Uh, or yeah, his just behaviour, you know, certainly on the pitch as well. Um, yeah. But I can only imagine that this could be a nice fresh start for whether that is for a young Finnish goalkeeper between the sticks or just for the team in general. I mean, when you look at his final appearance for um, Hoyevkot was a um, it was when they lost at home to Ilves and he got sent off for barging into uh, one of the. One of the coaches of the grabbed the ball for a throw in, and yeah. I mean to be fair, he wasn't. Sergei Aramenko was worse, and then suddenly ran off, and Beto kicked off. He got a two-game ban, which this week was extended to three because of his ishtousery yeah. and refusal to leave the pitch and so on. And um, and as you say, we, we've joked about it. His his tantrums, his performances. I mean that game against VPS. The was it the the midnight 
or the game without the yeah. night or something like that. The nightless night game, that was it. And um, they lost 5-1. And he that was one of the all-time bad goalkeeping performances. And every goal that went in was someone else's fault, even when he threw it in his own net. And um, and yeah, and, and he's gone now um, back to Portugal. Like I mean, he announced it before the club by putting an Instagram story on of him on a plane yeah, over Helsinki bye, bye. saying bye-bye in a Finland flag. So... Um, that says a lot about him. I mean, this is a man who's won numerous Europa Leagues. He was in the Portugal squad when they won the Nations League a couple of years ago. You know, this is a man of serious calibre and he's gone with a complete and utter whimper. Um, I mean, to be fair, that it's funny that that's probably the position that Hoyevko are in some health. I mean, they've lost a number of players in the last couple of weeks. I mean, weirdly, uh, Pipe, Pipe, as it's spelled, he retired from football last week to become a teacher. Things are that bad there. And, um, you know, they, they've lost several players. Um, there's rumours of lawsuits floating around for contracts and stuff like that, which I won't go into because I don't want to be sued again. Um, but, I mean, the, the game last week against Mariham, Mariham had 34 shots on goal in the game against Hoyevka and uh, it ended 1-1. The only goal they did score was from a penalty. Um, their goalkeeper in that game was uh, Ramilson Almeida, who's um, sort of most recently was on loan in the third division, I think he was. And um, and then they've also got the young. Well, I say young. He was young once, weren't we all? But um, they've got a, a Finnish goalkeeper of Armenian descent, Felix Ferrahan, who a long time ago was at Cups. He had trials at Man United. I think it was Man City as well. Um, went off the radar for a long time and he's come back and he looked really good in pre-season. Uh, I think he was one of these kind of, you know, where are they now? And he's kind of resurfaced and and hopefully one of them might get a decent run now that Beto the fraud has left Finland and gone off with his tail between his legs with his big bag of money. There you go. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing that really does me. I mean, he can't have been on peanuts at that club. I mean, we've heard all the stories about financial trouble, you know, whether they're, whether they're as serious as has been made out or, or, or what, you know. But, yeah, I mean, it just seems it just seems so daft signing players like that for, for you know, paying them big dough. I just, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> on that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, that was uh, episode 100 and whatever. And uh, thank you to the Helmerit. And we'll be back again when they play Sweden in September. So, uh, Ali, thank you very much. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Where, where, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I am Mano1999 on Instagram. That's probably the best way to catch me. Or if you want to have a look on Twitter, it's then Mano99. So, M A N O. And there's you with Hoik or sharing your Instagram stories. Yeah, and that, and that, that's not the first time they've done it either. So I might have to start charging from now on. There you go. <laughs> they can afford it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Keke, you, I mean, you, you've got your own Twitter and you also do the, uh, the very admirable Finnish Football Show Instagram. Yeah, that's it. You can find me on Twitter at Keke Mulleri. And if you go to Instagram at Finnish underscore football underscore show, you can um, follow us over there. It's going from strength to strength, the old Instagram. We've, uh, yeah, everyone's, everyone's given us a follow over there. And, um, and yeah, that's where we, that's where we reach out to all the, all the players who are kind enough to, uh, to come on the show and give us their time. So, um, so yeah, follow us over there. There's some, some decent content. And uh, I'm on Twitter at Escape to Swarmy. So, um, again, guys, thank you very much. And we'll Kitos, see you all Kitos. soon. Kitos, guys.
You have been listening to the Finnish Football Show. You can find us online at finnishfootballshow.com. Remember to subscribe to the show wherever you're listening or watching. You can follow the Finnish Football Show page and group on Facebook and on Instagram. See the links in the episode description below. You can also connect with the four hosts on Twitter at Explore Finland, at FC Suomi, at Escape to Suomi, at Kekimulu. Links to the Finnish Football Show merch stores are also in the episode description.